Heavy Hops is a Scorched Tundra production. You can access all our episodes with detailed show notes and information about upcoming events by visiting scorchedtundra.com slash heavyhops. Be sure to follow us on your preferred social media platform. Subscribe, leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you access podcasts. Thanks for supporting us and enjoy the show. The writing process is really... Sometimes I can, like, some of the songs I wrote in, and recorded in one evening, and some of the songs took me, like, six months to finish. Welcome to Heavy Hops. My name's Alexi. My name's Sam. Joining us this week is Alex Quenfeldt, a Gothenburg, Sweden-based multi-instrumentalist. You may know him from his past and present musical projects, The Moth Gatherer, Grand Cadaver, Let Them Hang, and Nova Rupta. Our conversation begins by discussing the latter, an ambitious, concept-driven collaboration with Dutch artist Ian Kunin that calls on the talents of guest collaborators from all corners of Sweden's heavy music underground. Elemental forces are central to the concept, guiding the music and accompanying visuals. Alex walks us through the creation of both Nova Rupta albums, 2019's Disillusioned Fire and 2020's Marine Snow. From musical construction, to assembling an incredible cast of guest vocalists for its debut live performance. Marine Snow was very well received across the media spectrum, winning Metal Album of the Year at Manifest Gala in 2021, Sweden's Independent Music Awards. We hear a bit about the forthcoming Nova Rupta album, Carry On Movements, which will be released in December on Suicide Records. We also get an update on Grand Cadaver and Let Them Hang, Alex's other projects. Be sure to check out the episode notes for links to videos and music from all the projects mentioned. Let's dive and get heavy. Alex, welcome to Heavy Hops. We're very happy to have you today. I'm very happy to be a part of it. Yeah. So let's, uh, you know, we want to talk first about Nova Rupta. Uh, which is not your, you know, the first music project you've done. You've been in a lot of bands in the past and you're still in other bands like uh, Grand Cadaver and Let Them Hang. You were a member of the Moth Gatherer for quite some time as well. When did Nova Rupta come to be and what were you kind of setting out to accomplish with the project? Uh, I, I'm, I've, I left the Moth Gatherer in 2018. So I think it was somewhere around that, uh, when I got like the seed of what should be, uh, what, what would become Novarupta. So, um, because I left them uh, in the spring and I went to Stockholm to watch Ulver, they played live. And uh, I met a couple of friends and one of them in, in that gang was Claudio Marino from Tid, also a amazing director. Uh, so we, we asked... You know how it is with beer and friends. You just start to shoot the shit. And uh, I think I said like, yeah, let, let's do a song together. Your voice, my music and something like that. And from there on, I felt like, yeah, maybe this is a good thing because I felt like I needed to continue writing that kind of music, like heavy, slow, uh, emotional. And... Uh, when we, uh, me and Claudio met, we were like, let's do this. And from there on, I just 
wrote songs and got the idea, let's only do guest vocalists. And uh, somewhere along the way, I suddenly had eight of them amazing uh, vocalists. So that was really cool. It just, everything just happened, I think. Uh, it wasn't any plan because I'm not good at planning. Uh, so um, I think like when the, the solution fire came out the way it did because I was at a really dark place and I felt I wanted to do music that reflected upon my uh, mental issues. And uh, after the solution was finished, I just realized let's continue. And from there on, everything just fell into place like these four elements, four albums, four elements, something like that. Mm -hmm. So the idea of creating music, you creating the music and then having guest vocalists for each track came before the elemental, the idea, the concept. Um, tell how did you arrive at the concept in that case? I think when I started writing what would become Marine Snow, uh, I realized like two or three songs in that it had this like pressure from being below water at a like really really many fathoms down uh, and uh, the music was more wavy uh but th th then i realized like this sounds like water and the solution fire was a really uh, an aggressive album with yeah like the violence of flames something like that and from there on i was like yeah maybe i should do like a fire album water album and of course if i do those two i need to do two more air and earth so it it was just something that happened but when i stumbled upon it i realized i wanted to do it i wanted to run all the way with this for sure yeah when you were writing where obviously the music always at least for me i feel like the music comes first and then lyrics and then uh vocal contact comes a little later um can you describe that writing process of Dis disillusion fire and kind of how the collaborative nature fit into that with the guest vocalists and then i guess did you initially seek to capture the the fire concept for this album or did it just kind of come about naturally uh regarding the fire concept it just came about naturally i, I didn't have a thought about fire when i wrote it uh because when i played in the moth gather which is kind of we're, we're in the same ballpark of genres at least um but that music is much more electronic and uh more it, it's more more brains less heart if, if you can say like that um uh, everything is really thought through um and i wanted because i grew up with the death metal and hardcore like bands like breach and uh, nine refused etc and i wanted to like do something more visceral if you can say like that, I wanted more, more, uh, go back to the dirty music. So, 
so the, in, in because I wanted to do like a, a more aggressive album, everything felt much more natural that to be like the lyrics should be like dark, oppressive, violent. And um, I think I wrote the lyrics to two of the songs on Dissolution and the other vocalist wrote for the others. And when I just looked through the uh, the lyrics, I realized that there was like an like a fire theme to it without anyone having that thought. So that was pretty cool. Uh, so basically, I just wrote songs that I, I wanted to capture the roots from where I came. Ish. Yeah, for sure. Um, and when you were writing, did you collaborate with the other musicians that you were working with? Or what, were these songs constructed wholly by you and you present them to, to the vocalists? Uh, I did everything myself. And when I had like the main bulk of the song finished uh, or and I had a, like a demo of it, I uh, listened to it and thought like, which kind of voice would be fitting for this? Because I, I set out to try to reach out to vocalists I look up to that I that have influenced my choices in my musical career and stuff like that. So uh, when when I had like Stones, the song, I felt like, yeah, this would be amazing to have Thomas from Bridge vocals on it. And like Pyroclastic Flows, I felt like, yeah, Jürgen from Grave and Tomb, etc. His voice would be crushing. So it was F, as, as I said, when I had the demo, I thought like which voice would be fitting and then try to get a hold of them and see if they were interested in collaborating. Mm -hmm. uh, how, of the people that you reached out with, were all of them on board? Uh, and what, yeah, tell me about the process of reaching out to these people and getting them on board with the idea and the project and how receptive were they? Uh, Actually, it, it was easy uh, this time it, because I've met a lot of them through playing at different venues, playing with different bands. Like the metal community in Sweden is kind of kind of close, if you could say that. So you have met a lot of them. So uh, I just like with the Mikkel Stanne, who guested Mar Tranquilitatis. Is, is my neighbor. So it was, we, we meet each other all the time. So that was easy just to ask. And he felt like, yeah, the song fits me. I, I'm going to do it. And uh, with Thomas from Breach, whom I never met, I uh, we had like uh, friends of friends on Facebook. So I found him there and I sent him a message. And from there on, it was game on. So it was just... You have to dare to ask. Yeah, no, I think that's the, uh, that is, you know, the lesson to take. You never know until you ask, right? <laughs> exactly. And the worst thing I can get is, is a no. Right. So what's the harm in asking? So going from you writing the songs, you building this collaboration of different vocalists, how long does it take you to go from starting an album to finishing an album? 
um, I would say that to have like from the initial idea to a finished LP in your hands about a year ish because uh, the writing process is really sometimes I can like some of the songs I wrote in and recorded in one evening and some of the songs took me like six months to finish and the vocalists it depends some some of them just got the idea basically and did it super fast and some needed to work a lot with it so uh, from the moment I send a song to the vocalists until I get it back with vocals took everything from a week to three four months it, it depends so um, and then you have the artwork and all all administrative things mm -hmm. um, and for the with your guest vocalist um, did you develop kind of relationships beyond just being collaborators with them uh, yeah I would say uh, we we uh, a lot of them we write to each other's on messenger and uh yeah keep in contact to see that everyone is fine during this pandemic and uh yes to say hi okay um so you had the opportunity to play live with nova rupta uh supporting inner arma in stockholm uh in 2019 was it challenging to get this lineup together with all the guest vocalists and also you had to have a band of musicians to play. You couldn't play all, you know, guitars, vocals, and drums at the same time as well. So walk us through that process. It was, to be honest, the biggest headache and stress I have ever felt in my life. Uh, because uh, as you said, I, I couldn't do everything myself because then I would look like a circus freak. And so I needed to put a band together with musicians that I, uh, could trust and feel good about playing with. So um, I reached out to Victor uh, from the Moth Gatherer to ask if he wanted to play guitar and he was game. And a colleague of mine uh, is an amazing drummer who played in a lot of big Swedish bands. Uh, so he said he wanted to play like heavier music. So he said, I'm your drummer. Okay, sure. I've never heard you play, but let's go. And uh, he brought in Christian from Pagandom and uh, vouched for him and said, this guy is amazing. And that, that was kind of funny because th there is a podcast here in Sweden called Metal Podden. And they, uh, they had some sort of con contest where uh, you could uh, win Dissolution Fire. And he was actually the one who won it. <laughs> so what a winner. Yeah, so when when I reached out to him and said, do you want to play in Novarupta if you know who we are? And he said, yeah, I have the album. I actually want it, so I know the songs. Okay, <laughs> cool. So uh, so when we four got together, I, I had a band, and uh, then it was just this small task of getting getting eight vocalists together at the same place at the same time. And for some reason, I think like all the planets just aligned and everyone that date was like, yeah, I'm available. Let's do this. So we actually never had a chance to rehearse with the vocalists beforehand. So 
first time we heard the songs live with vocals what was at the soundcheck. That, so that is, was that is wild. <laughs> um, so I've I've seen bands where it's guest vocalists on every album for the for the album or every track for the album, right? But I've never seen that band live and translate that live with each vocalist for that song. It's usually one vocalist doing all the different styles of all the other artists. Was that process intentional for you? You wanted to retain the original integrity of the song or, um, you know, how, how did that kind of come about? What was the decision behind that choice? Mm, I think that uh, ever since I started No Rupta, I never had a plan to perform this live. So, so when this uh, opportunity came up, I was like, if I'm going to do it, let's go all in and perform Dissolution Fire like a live version of the album with each vocalist's guesting. And I wanted to be something special. And I think that when we met to at, at the venue, we were 12 people in the band, eight vocalists for uh, musicians. I think that everyone just realized that this is something special, something out of the ordinary. And I think that that mood just infected us all and everyone wanted to do their best and just make it um, a once in a lifetime experience kind of. So, and I think the, the audience who were, who were there, they, they, uh, they infected us, we infected them. Everyone was infected by this strange sensation of magical moment in music. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, that's an incredible opportunity for press and for the for people that have bought it to check the check the check the band out. Um, and you were performing as the opener for Inner Arma. Um, what did Mike think of the think of your set? And was that uh, kind of a, a setup for you to ask him to work with you in the future? Uh, Inter Arma is actually one of my favorite bands uh, uh, and also one of the bands I listen the most to. So when when we got the question if we wanted to open for Inter Arma, I was like, oh my God, yes! Um, but fun thing is that me and Mike had actually talked before this evening about doing something together. So, but maybe this, this uh, made him want to do it even more and so we did it for marine snow but and what they i have no idea what they thought of of us live we never spoke about that it it uh it seems to have all worked out uh regardless of what uh of what they may have thought of the set i suppose and you followed up uh disillusioned fire with marine snow uh late last late in 2020 last year did the recording process and the album construction uh, differ at all in any way? Uh, were you able to apply some lessons or was it just go time, same as before? Um, I think that the recording of Marine Snow was really different from Dissolution Fire because uh, when I wrote Dissolution, I had no, I was Dissolution. I had no idea what I was going to do with it. And, uh, and I was, as I, told you earlier, I was at a really dark place mentally and the recording process was a shore. It was 
awful and I hated recording Dissolution because it was just confusing and mentally challenging and everything like that. But with Marine Snow, it was more like a haze. I don't barely remember recording it, even though I did it after. Uh, so I just wrote songs and they kept coming kind of fast. And I think that's why it's it sounds the way it does. It's more coherent than Dissolution Fire. And it feels more like a journey from from the shores to the bottom of the ocean, while dissolution is, yeah, like flames all over the place. Mm -hmm. Probably. I th yeah, and I kind of wonder about the artistic connection too. Uh, you were working with uh, Ian Kunin. Um, where did he fit? Uh, where does he fit into this uh, project? And because uh, the art does really kind of convey a lot of these. Uh, sentiments that you're talking about that the music also conveys? Uh, I, I met Aryan back in like 2015 or 16, something like that, when we played in uh, Holland with the Moth Gatherer. Uh, and we, have, we had spoken over Instagram before that, so I knew he was a great guy and I'd seen his art, which is amazing. So when we met, we really hit it off and became really, really good friends. So when I left the Moth Gather and started Nobrupta, I felt like I wanted to have someone with me in the band, but on the other side. So instead of uh, bringing in more musicians, like let's do like an arts collective, pretentious, blah, blah, blah. So. I'm doing the music, he's doing the artwork. And um, as soon as I have like a title uh, for the album, we uh, we just go back and forth with ideas uh, of how the cover should look like. And, uh, but as I do with the vocalists, I'm, I'm giving them free hands, if you say like that, do, do what you want because I trust you. Otherwise I wouldn't have talk to you from the beginning because I have because when I write a song or came up with come up with a title I have my way of doing things and I want to destroy that so that's why I'm asking other people to do what they do and hear because they hear different things and see different things that that I can see so let's spice it up with some randomness mm -hmm. um yeah it's it's interesting when you allow them that space to express themselves in the way that they that they're hearing the music and uh, i was kind of wondering about because you would you'd uh put out a video before as well too how involved were you in kind of the process if at all of helping this sound come become visual in like an um, active way i was not so involved with the video. Um, I told him which emotions I wanted to convey. Other than that, he had his space to do what he thought would be fitting for the song, which is the, 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 the fun part about that is like when you, when you don't have anything to do with it, 
and get to see it for the first time it's so amazing the same with the with the vocals the first time you hear them because you have no idea which which path the vocalists or the the artwork or the video is going to take you have like it's like watching it it for the first time and i, I love that feeling mm-hmm. have you ever like have you ever gotten a, a recording back from a vocalist where they're they're really excited about it and they're like it's so good and you're like ah you know maybe like fix this or do that uh actually no you just yeah okay <laughs> i was curious good <laughs> Because they are like yeah. your babies, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think the closest thing uh, towards that is like is the song uh, "Every Shade of Water" from Marine Snow, because I first sent it to Robert from Skrekkeadlan, so he he worked on it for quite a long time, but he couldn't just it, it, the pieces didn't fit for him. Uh, something just was off. So um, and he uh, sent me a message saying like, "Man, I don't I don't know what to do with this." And so I asked him, "Is it is it okay if I uh, send a message to Leah from Besvarius and to see if she wants 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 to work with it?" And uh, he was fine with that. So I sent it to her, and everything just fitted for her. So she did the vocals in like a week. And then when I had her vocals, I sent it back to Robert. And when he heard the song with her vocals, everything just fell into place for him. So he did the uh, the the overdubs of vocals. So and that that was a collaboration between all three of us coming up with ideas and doing different things. Otherwise, all the vocalists have uh, what they did. I love from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and Marine Snow uh, has been acknowledged uh, at Manifest Galan, which, as I understand it, uh, rewards talent in independent music and is judged by like a sizable professional panel as opposed to like a mainstream major label uh, uh, show. And so receiving this uh, this accolade... Um, how do you feel about this type of recognition from the independent music community? Uh, I still can't get it. Uh, it's uh, I never thought that my music would win awards, so it's, it's it's a bit surreal. But of course, I'm I'm really proud of it, and uh, I'm proud of every vocalists and uh, Christopher who mixed the album and Arian's artwork. Like we are a big collective coming together and. Uh, doing an album that's special to us and to have it recognized by the indie community is amazing. Um, and you've also, uh, you're working with Suicide Records, who, as I understand it, are your neighbors as well. Um, yeah. uh, why did you want to stay uh, with a Gothenburg-based label? Uh, I think that um, Suicide Records have been in the, I've, I've always known about them because they release quality music, I think, and I've, I have always done that. So when I started Novorupta and uh, I think 
the first song I had with vocals was Orang Medan with Martin from Domkraft. And he recorded it at a studio in Stockholm. And the guy who recorded him said, yeah, this music is something I want to work with. I want to mix this. So uh, Martin got us, uh, me and Christopher together. And uh, I explained to him, like, I don't have a label. Um, so I can't pay you for mixing. But he said, yeah, I'm, let, let, let's do a deal. I'm, I'm mixing one song for you so you can shop for labels. Uh, because I, I'm, I like this and I, I think this will be, uh, will be signed. And uh, when I got the song, I immediately sent it to Suicide because, as I said, I, I love their label. And they got the song one or two days later, he, Roger, sent me a mail, said, let's, let's have a meeting. And uh, everything just worked out perfectly. And basically, I consider him family now. So I, I don't want to leave Suicide Family. Mm -hmm. No, I think they've done a, a very good job of putting together a variety of like uh, solid up and coming talent from, from Scandinavia. And I think that every artist there's not a lot of like crossover as far as styles. Everyone kind of occupies a unique space within the world of, uh, of heavy music. And I think that um, for a number of reasons, this project fits within that uh, fits within that very well. And as I kind of see it, like they're also on the up uh, pretty well, they've been in business for a while and, you know, I only hear really positive things about them, which is awesome. Yeah, they are, um, I think they're celebrating 15 years this year as a label. And as you said, they have such a good roster and have released a variety of genres because I, I think it's not for me to say, but I, I'm, I think that they sign what they want to listen to themselves. And I think thanks to that, they have gained the recognition from the community that they release quality music. Definitely. I think so. And that allows you to apply your passion as well. If you're working with stuff you actually want to work with now, which element are you uh, tackling next and what's your timeline for the next Nova Rupta album? And where are you kind of at? Uh, next element is air and uh, the album is done. It's finished. Uh, just have, I have one more studio session to, uh, to make and then it's, off to mixing and uh, um, I, th I think we're aiming for an autumn release uh, and uh, I have Arian has just begun working with the title and the artwork so we're pretty far ahead uh, pretty far along in the process but things take time mm -hmm. and uh, this album won't be what people expect it to be oh okay um are you, uh, as much as you're kind of willing to tell us about the guest vocalists, what are you kind of trying to gather uh, out of the guest vocalists? Are you looking for similar voices or different voices? Mm, I don't know how much I should should say. Um, maybe I'm not even looking at vocalists this time. Oh, cool. All right. Sounds like uh, yeah. what I've been listening to a lot lately. As I said, it's it's not an album that I think I think that with 
after hearing dissolution and marine snow i think people kind of get what Novarupta is about and uh, for me it's it's time to destroy that so uh, my my punkish way of saying i do what i want excellent well it wouldn't be uh that's a very metal attitude just blow the roof off of it Let's shift a little bit and talk about some. Uh, I'm curious about some of the other projects that you're that you're involved with as well. We have Grand Cadaver. We've had uh, Mikael uh, Stane on this show before, and he's kind of talked a little bit about the project um, for for listeners. That's episode 25, and I think he talked about it a little bit in episode nine as well. So I think we kind of get where the starting point was with the project and he kind of took us through the release. So are you writing more uh, material for that project and are you going to keep the same, uh, the same lineup for what comes next? Um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we are writing material for, um, for new things to be recorded and we're keeping the same lineup because we started Grand Cadaver together because we, uh, we we are five people that grew up with this genre and we love death metal and uh, we love playing together. So we felt like, yeah, the EP was super fun to to write and record. Let's let's see if we can do some more music uh, to keep the same and keep the same lineup and just have have fun with this classic Swedish death metal sound. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a timeless sound. That's for sure. Um, and you also are working with, uh, let them hang, uh, speaking of, uh, classic Swedish sounds in a way, um, where, where do you stand with that project? And is there anything, uh, coming up there? Um, we are, uh, we have just began writing new material and the thing is we, with Let Them Hang, we have been together since 2013 and we just do things in, in a pace that fits all of us, that fits everything from life to families, to job, to work, to etc. So we don't have any stress about anything. We just do, we, we write and rehearse and record when, when all of us feel that it's time to do it. So we have been on the down low for like a year now, but we have began writing new material mm -hmm. slowly but steadily. Yeah. Um, it's been kind of uh, on my mind for a little while, but uh, somewhat recently we saw the passing of LG Petrov of Entombed. And, you know, with some of the stuff that you've written for uh, Let Them Hang or the other projects, I feel like the sound of Entombed has been a part of that in some way. And I think anyone that kind of looks at Swedish metal can't avoid entombed in some way. Do you kind of have any uh, any thoughts on their impact or kind of um, would you have had him sing on one of your songs? Uh, I think it's if you if you are a Swede into death metal, it's it's hard to deny the impact of entombed and their especially their sunlight bus saw guitar sound. Um, it's really iconic and I think without them knowing it, they just set the standard for years to come. And, uh, 
it might be that I have listened to Entombed one or two times and be kind of influenced by, especially uh, Uffes and Alex guitar playing. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, regarding LG, that was when, when I uh, saw the news that he had passed, it was like a really dark day because he's such an icon and his voice is like one of the foundations of death metal of the world um and of course if it would would have been cool to to have uh to have his voice in something some if yeah but uh, yeah i don't it's it's hard yeah he was uh he was definitely a massive voice and he was you know one of those people that i think like so many other musicians that kind of come from Sweden, but tend to kind of punch above their weight or the acknowledgement that they get uh, from the wider world of, of music. Um, well, uh, you know, it, as we kind of wrap up here, um, what are some other things that are, that we may not have touched on that people can, uh, can expect? Um, I think that people should Regarding Novorupta, people should expect the unexpected. And uh, regarding Grand Cadaver, people should expect classic Swedish death metal. And with Let Them Hang, yeah, we'll see what, what, what comes out. Um, and otherwise, I'm stay safe and wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Great advice. Uh, endless, uh, timeless advice at this point. So, uh, uh, Alex, thank you so much for joining us. It was uh, it was a pleasure having you on Heavy Hops, and we're uh, we're looking forward to the next Nova Rupta and you know everything else that uh, that you produce. So, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was a real pleasure. Yeah. Take care. You too.